Let me talk to you a little bit about American financing before we go. I know I say this to you every day, but have you done it yet? Call American financing. Please call American financing today and get your financial house in order. Um, It's going to be harder and harder to get a loan. I'm going to I'm going to give you an example of this. There is a new group started by, of course, the Soros people um, that are pushing the banks to uh, make sure that they're not funding people that are engaged in hatred. Uh, It's an amazing thing. You're going to have a harder and harder time getting a loan. If you're looking for a mortgage, if you want to refi, if you're looking for consolidation loan, the people that I trust and have been for a long time, it's a family owned and operated, but nationwide service. It's AmericanFinancing.net, and they work for you, not the bank. It's uh, Ameri- you know, it's it's great because you can call them up and say, "I don't want my my loan ever to be sold to Wells Fargo," and they're like, "Yeah, I know, I got it." Uh, I mean, they 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 get it, they get it, and they're there to help you. American Financing, eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. America, it's Tuesday. And I don't know if you've prepared, uh, but 4th of July is coming early in some cities, most likely Minneapolis. Uh, ah! As the fireworks are set off in streets and cities all across the country soon. Yes, we're talking about uh, the Chauvin trial. The jury has it for the first full day today. And uh, there's already fireworks. We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So Cindy lives in Texas. She's one of those people who really hit the pain jackpot. Her back, her neck, her shoulders began hurting like crazy all the time. She suffered for literally years. She tried everything. Medications, remedies. Ah, going to... Uh, you're fat. Uh... uh <laughs> Uh, what do you call this? I can think of is uh, that story that that I heard from, uh, oh, what's his name, Stu? Gosh, Literally none of the details you're saying. I don't know how to. The, uh, the uh, Chicago uh, had dinner with him. He had uh, uh, he had a bad back. We were talking to him. I went I to mean, a baseball I think you're trying to get him. to acupuncture. I have no idea how I. I am. What, but what was the guy I was talking to? Who I was don't a, know. Vince you Vaughn. A, oh. Vince Vaughn. Oh, obviously I should have known Vince Vaughn. The time you had dinner with Vince Vaughn. That makes plenty of sense. Uh, Is that where we are? (laughs) Jeez. Uh, The typical Glenn Beck story that begins, of course, with a nonsensical anecdote. Thank you. I know. I I can never remember his name. Vince Vaughn, we were having, and he said he was going in because he had really bad back problems. And he said, I went to this old Chinese man in Chicago, and he said he started putting the needles in me, and he said he put one right by his ear, and he said his face was right by my ear, and he said, you fat. <laughs> and he said, uh, I realized that was the problem with my back. And uh, so 
I believe in acupuncture. Anyway, uh, Cindy has tried everything, and none of it worked on her pain. She was at wit's end. She heard me talking about Relief Factor on the radio. She, of course, was skeptical. I mean, I was, too. But it was 20 bucks versus the chance you could have some relief. She decided to roll the dice. What happened was miraculous. Within a couple of weeks, she says the pain was completely gone. She stayed uh, on it, and it stayed gone ever since then. <sighs> Get your life back. You can do it. Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who go on to uh, try it order more. Try the three-week quick start, 1995, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV, the government is spending money at historic levels, and our national debt is at historic highs. Will Biden's so-called infrastructure deal push America over the edge? Glenn warns all signs point to a major economic disaster, the end of private savings and private spending, and the birth of a state-controlled digital dollar. Watch Dollar Decimation, how Biden's spending spree could end our currency as we know it. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. So the Chauvin trial uh, yesterday went to the jury, I don't know, about 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The, uh, the, the defense asked the judge for a mistrial, and what the judge said about Maxine Waters and a mistrial was pretty remarkable. Listen to this. I'm aware that Congresswoman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational, but you can submit the press articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially mm. in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch and our function. I think if they want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution, to respect a co-equal branch of government. Their failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, but I don't think it has prejudiced us with additional uh, material that would prejudice this jury. They have been told not to watch the news. I trust they are following those instructions. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I do too. Hey, did you hear about the uh, the home of the defense witness? One of the defense witnesses that shall not be named. Um, it was uh, he. He gets up in the morning and he and his family find a, a severed head of a pig and the pig's blood all over his front doorstep. Isn't that great? <laughs> oh man! All he did was testify uh, as a police officer, saying, "I think that this was justified." If you look at what was what was really happening. So he said, I think it's justified. It has nothing to do with the verdict. And they already slaughtered a pig on his front door. And I'm sure that doesn't come into factor at all with anybody on the jury. I'm sure nobody in their family is like, uh, you're going to vote to uh, convict, right? I mean, you're going to say it was like Hitler, right? I mean, like gas chamber stuff, right? That's what you're going to say because the kids and the family are at home. Meanwhile, the National Guard has been activated uh, in case of protest after the uh, Chauvin verdict. Now, this is not in Minnesota. This is in D.C. The mayor of D.C. said it's my job to prepare for the worst. Uh, really? Wait, wait a minute. 
I, I love this. She said, I have to call up to prepare for the worst. I have to call up to 250 personnel to support law and local uh, local law enforcement in response to potential First Amendment demonstrations. In response to First Amendment demonstration. I don't uh, think that you're going to. Why would the National Guard and police have to worry about First Amendment demonstrations? I don't. Uh, and by the way, when she says she's preparing for the worst, she did make sure to say, and the National Guard will be unarmed. So now call me crazy. I just don't think that's preparing for the worst uh, myself. I mean, I can think of some things where maybe a gun might be required, but no, no, no. Uh, personally, I've been watching this, and I think the uh, the group that has the best coverage uh, of the Chauvin trial has, I think, has to be the Babylon Bee. Um, they had a couple of stories that I just want to pass by. Prosecutor Steve Slicer uh, delivered powerful closing arguments today in the Derek Chauvin trial. In one especially touching moment, he made sure to individually address every member of the jury by name, phone number, and street address. He said, I call on you, redacted name, who can be reached at redacted phone number and usually comes home each night around 6 p.m. I implore you to do what's best for you and your adorable two-year-old boy. It would be a shame if Antifa found out where he goes to school. Media reports indicated the jury appeared very moved by the closing arguments as they were all shaking and crying by the end of it. In yet another touching gesture, Antifa has already shown up at all of the addresses with bricks and Molotov cocktails to help protect them in case any fascists show up. The uh, B also reported uh, that the judge, in just ahead of his closing arguments in the Chauvin trial, uh, as part of his charge for the jury, asked them to please disregard Maxine Waters as she walked among the jurors in the jury box, pouring gasoline on their uh, on their heads. <clears throat> and uh, finally, from the B, they say they're trying to keep you posted on the latest deals and sales uh, sales and offers from your favorite stores. Apparently, all of the Target stores in the greater Minneapolis areas are planning uh, a big everything is free celebration at the end of the Chauvin trial held several times a year, mainly in Minneapolis, but uh, strangely in some other cities as well from time to time. It's greatly anticipated event among uh, residents uh, with many holding off on their large purchases until the start of the promotion could be as early as tonight. Uh, look for the exciting target. Everything is free sale happening in uh, Minnesota or possibly a target near you. Now, John Oliver yesterday said um, that white Americans should march in the streets and demand a better country. Okay. Uh, well, you know, it's what's weird is we did that uh, peacefully uh, and uh, you mocked us. Isn't that weird? Uh, Stu, that, I mean, didn't we do that in the Tea Party? March in the streets demanding a better country? And uh, hmm. yeah, there's a whole, uh, he, uh, whole yeah, movement I, on that one, yeah. In fact, yeah, actually, there was so, another movement previous to that uh, in which we uh, extricated ourselves from his country. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, that was uh, started peacefully, yeah, he too. Is, uh, 
he is English, right? I mean, I know he's Eng- I mean, he's obviously English, but I mean, he's a British citizen, is he not? I don't not know. I don't know. I'm not sure if he's an American citizen as well. I don't uh, know or care enough about him to know. But I will say, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. That yeah, I was pretty sure. I remember being at all those marches when you know we would go and and the sort of standard thing that basically the Tea Party created, which was to leave yeah. the place cleaner than. Uh, when they got there. No, uh, weren't we the ones who burned everything down to the... No, no that was not no, us. No, no, not no. Us. I just remember the media saying how violent we were. Um, and I uh, remember that too. And that was yeah. uh, there was no evidence of it at that time it's, at all. It's almost as if, almost as if, John Oliver wants uh, white people to march in the streets as long as they're demanding the country that he approves of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That is fully the the beginning and end of his request. Uh-huh. Just uh-huh. that's uh-huh. the easiest thing too. We keep fighting with these values and differences with the media. If we would just agree with them, all of this it goes would all away. be over. Mm-hmm. It all goes away. By the way, Maxine Waters. I don't know if you know this. Uh, demanded a police motorcade and escort uh, when she went into that anti-police event. Police were protecting her at her request, and they gave her a motorcade. Mm. In uh, other hypocritical news, the squad pushes to defund the police while spending thousands on private security to protect themselves. And Al Sharpton yesterday was touting social justice and uh, how the rich just keep kicking the poor to the curb. Uh, He... um, he tweeted, um, on my way, <laughs> on my way to uh, Minneapolis for the George Floyd verdict. Uh, and it was uh, just him walking towards a private jet. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. They just don't care. I, I love this stuff. This is some of my favorite stuff. I, I have to say, I think you were out the week, Glenn, uh, that we got the video of Pete Buttigieg um exiting an oh, no, SUV. riding the bike oh yeah, yeah, yeah. god and then getting oh, on the bike two out. blocks yeah. from work uh beca- is that crazy oh i loved it it's so typical of the left it's exactly what you'd expect them to do and they just continue to do it over yeah. and over again yeah so uh i what i you know because jonah goldberg said wow private jets for social justice my god america is rich <laughs> and i would <laughs> I would just like to point out for anybody who is mocking uh, Al Sharpton and his what they say is tone deaf, his tweet of uh, him walking to his jet. It was a midsize jet. It wasn't large body. Oh, OK. okay? Oh, come on. So, I mean, obviously, if he were right, he'd have a large body jet. But this was this was a midsize. Jet. I mean, poor, so poor people have midsize jets, right? I, I don't know. I don't keep up with them. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't know any little. poor people myself. But yeah. uh, I mean, they I'm at least sure have they leers, do. right? I mean, <laughs> right. Something. That's a small size jet. You know, Whatever. a small body jet. So, you know, hey, if they have to have a starter jet, the leer is fast. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, you know, people. Um, I understand income inequality, but I mean, look, right. if, as long as you have right. your jet, everything should be okay. Right. And and Al Sharpton's jet, to be fair, probably only seats like six or seven. You know, if you put another one in the toilet, you know, what's that? What's the cost Uh, on something like that? Glenn, uh, I assume that's right. uh, He was going he was going from uh, where Washington, D.C. to Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Probably about thirty five or forty thousand dollars one way. 
Mm. So it's almost like flying Southwest. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's almost like flying Southwest. And just like so. Southwest, they don't assign seats. You just get to go uh, wherever you want to sit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's you know, thing. I was trying to figure out, I saw that tweet and I'm like, you know, what's weird is um, I can't figure out why they're filming him. Obviously, some, you know, somebody was like, he was like, hey, film me walking into the jet. Uh, why they were filming, it wasn't a picture. It was somebody actually walking behind him, part of his crew, uh, filming him. And then they post from his account. Hey, I'm just on my way. Well, what was the jet part of that? Why was that important? I, well, because the, the truth is, of course, when you're walking up to a private jet, it looks really cool. You know, no, it does. <laughs> he should no, it know really, that it he does. should be posting it, but it it's looks <laughs> right. pretty cool. And they probably it saw does. It. there's a sun. Right. They got the nice sunset going right. on. Like it's a right. beautiful shot. Let's post this You're up right. there. And, you and know, they don't, they don't think anyone actually holds them to the social justice thing anymore. I mean, he's been running this scam for 40 years. Who, who believes that he's actually this man of the people? I mean, I, I think they just assume at this point, everyone knows I'm obviously doing this scam. This is a cool picture. Post it. That's where I think they are. Well, those pilots, I hope to God he didn't fly with any pilot that was white oh my God. or God forbid, both men. You know what I mean? Mm. There, if there, if this was, <laughs> if this was a cisgender flight, I, <laughs> I lose all respect for uh, Al Sharpton. All of it. I uh, can't take it. Corporate uh, corporations are meddling now in our democracy and canceling free speech you need to do business with companies that support your values and believe in the Constitution. But also, I'm not one that says, you know, let's get away from that company. You know, if they they build the thing that you need and they're the only option. I mean, what are you what are you going to do? Um, you need to support those companies that give you another great option that also support your values. And one of those companies is PatriotMobile.com slash back. Have you switched yet? Have you even considered it yet? If you, I, if, if you are listening to me now, do you know the power that just this audience would have if you are on a big mobile carrier and you switch today to Patriot Mobile? If you made that switch and Patriot Mobile, just those who are listening in my audience, it would send such a powerful message. And it is time to send messages now, with that all being said, uh, I also, you know, want to save money, and I know you do too, and you want great service. They have that. Patriot Mobile. You're going to save 50% off your first two months, plus a free Patriot starter kit. While you're there, enter to win a free phone, cellular service for life, and all of the details are at patriotmobile.com slash back. PatriotMobile.com slash back. They have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same towers as all the other major carriers, so you get the same great service. Plus, they have plans that fit any budget, including multi-line discounts. So switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash back. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. So CNN anchor Don Lemon said on Monday that uh, Maxine Waters wasn't calling for violence in calling on demonstrators to get confrontational if uh, Derek Chauvin is acquitted. Uh, 
he he said that you know it wasn't constructive but it's i mean it's look quote everyone with half a brain knows that maxine waters was not calling for violence everyone knows that really because i i mean i have half i have half a brain in fact i have the whole brain um i what's weird is i knew when republicans said we're targeting a district and they were talking about um you know uh, spending money in a district to flip a seat i think everybody with half a brain understood that uh, but you didn't so does that mean you have a quarter of a brain because this one was directly associated with violence. She is talking about going into the streets and get more confrontational. And in a city where they're already burning the city down to the ground, that doesn't seem like, well, maybe with only a quarter of a brain, uh, Don Lemon can't figure those things out. Uh, By the way, uh, I know that anybody with half a brain knows that all of these police things you know, that, that's not giving people encouragement to go out and shoot people. Uh, and so but so far, we, we 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 don't know what the cause is in New York City. The sharp rise in uh, shootings continues to increase. The numbers of shooting incidents and victims rose 250 percent compared to the same period last year. So only a 250 percent increase uh, at this time last year. Which, uh, Stu, what, if I'm not mistaken, weren't the riots going on at this time last year? Uh, yeah, that's the true. beginning of the riots? Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. pretty much. Uh, that's happening in New York City, but anyone with half a brain knows that that has nothing to do with the, um, with the riots. By the way, um, did you see the, the med- medical examiner uh, ruling now from Brian Sicknick? Yeah, I did. The, the police officer who passed away uh, after yeah. the, the Capitol riots. Yeah, after the Capitol riots. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, um, apparently, according to the um, according to the medical examiner, uh, he died two days after. Um, that's what it that's what it says here. He um, there's no evidence that he suffered any internal or external injuries. No evidence that he had an allergic reaction to any of the chemical irritants that were dispersed. Uh, the cause of death uh, looks like he had a stroke, uh, and uh, that was well after uh, the the event. So, yeah, gosh, I, I'm, I'm I'm sure that Don Lemon's going to be apologizing for everything <laughs> he said. And yeah, they said something about how the all the stress at the Capitol may have contributed to it. Ah, that was, uh, okay, that was about it. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, all the stress at the Capitol might have contributed to it. You might be in the wrong job if you're protecting the clowns in Washington if you are worried about stress. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So you know how people always say, it was the right time, right place. I want you to know, right now is the right time. This is the right place. It's American Financing. If you're fiscally responsible, you have been looking for ways to save more money every month. Please give American Financing a call. Let their mortgage consultants go over your financing. See what you might be missing. Paying too much interest on the mortgage? You can get up, uh, get set with a, uh, a refi at a lower rate. Maybe you have debts that could use consolidating. American Financing is there to help. 
these are the things that they've been doing for people just like you for over two decades and they know what they're doing and they don't work for the bank they're in it for you you're not going to be looking at any kind of pressure from them one way or another there are no upfront or hidden fees you got nothing to lose except maybe hundreds uh, or even a thousand dollars a month if you don't do it gain some financial security by going to AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV with Glenn Beck, Studios America, Pat Gray, and more. Can you imagine being a juror in this Chauvin trial? I mean, what is it that you're going through? Have you ever been on a, a jury before for anything important, Stu? I, was, I went through jury selection on a, uh, okay. some sort of health care trial. And they, once they found out that I worked with Glenn Beck, they were not, uh, they were not interested anymore in, in me serving on the jury. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. E- hey, easiest way, everyone out there, if you're mm. ever wanting to get out of a jury uh, jury duty, just say you work with Glenn Beck. Uh, <laughs> you are clear. They do not want you anywhere near the jury. Well, actually, one side really did. One side was like, yeah, uh, yeah no, he, this guy seems pretty good. The other one's like, uh, well, absolutely not. <laughs> I went through the uh, jury selection for a jury on an attempted murder, and uh, the... the uh, prosecution knew exactly who i was but the defense had no idea and uh, <laughs> when the, when the defense said yeah i'm i'm okay with this uh with this juror the judge kind of looked at me then looked at the prosecution and then looked at the other guy and went okay <laughs> and so i mean good luck uh but you know we really tried to be fair and it was i think it was an attempted murder charge uh, and it was really frustrating because we couldn't we couldn't get the background of this guy. And uh, and we called the judge in several times or, you know, sent for, you know, clarification on things several times. And it kept coming back. Can't tell you that. Can't tell you that. And and so you had to you. I mean, your gut told you one thing, but the evidence wasn't there. And uh, it was it was arguable evidence, and it was really very difficult to come to a decision. It was really hard. Imagine this one: you're also weighing my city's going to be burned down. Yeah, I, I don't think it's hard if you are thinking, okay, this guy's guilty. He did it. We're gonna we're going to convict him of everything. That's probably pretty easy because you're going to think of yourself probably as a hero. And uh, and that's understandable no, in, but in wait, context wait, wait. because that if, but wait. If, if you if that's what you think, I mean, this is how the media has played this, right? Like this is a evil cop uh, versus innocent. But person see, I don't think I, I don't think you're taking into consideration when it comes down to 12 people in a room. Uh, hopefully you're you're not going in uh with just that arrogance you are at least when you get in there you now have to sit down with with 11 other people and you have to have a conversation and go 
well, wait a minute, though. I, I, I don't see it that way, because what about this and this? And you're going over the testimony, and you're really picking it apart. It's, it's really difficult, because the other thing is you realize if it's true, you're setting free a bad guy. If it's not true, you're sentencing a guy that shouldn't be there. Yeah, going back to your trial for a second, it's been a while, so correct me if I'm wrong on any of these details, but my, my, my memory of you being on the jury was that everyone kind of had an idea that this was a really bad case, but the evidence in front of you limited you to say, to really consider and struggle with the, with the, with the verdict, right? And this guy was, this guy was an abusive guy. Uh, tried to kill his girlfriend. We found out afterwards that it had happened multiple times and that he showed up in the trial. We didn't see it, but the sneakers that he wore were the sneakers he wore when he tried to kill her. And apparently there was blood splatter on the shoe. Okay. There was red uh, splatter on Mm. parts of the sneaker and we couldn't, we didn't know any of that. I, 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 I mean, it was, but we couldn't go into the past. Right. And we could only consider what was in front of us. And so I think most of us walked in going, the guy is guilty as sin. Right. However, <laughs> however, however, right. And that's what I mean. What like, so is the, the evidence? So the, the, the work of a jury is that's hard work, right? The easy thing for you to do is be like, look, he's a bad guy. The evidence doesn't quite add up, but he's a bad guy. And we, we, there's, there's a little bit of a momentum behind that sort of side of it, right? And you had to fight that instinct to look at the evidence and do your job as someone on a jury, right? As a juror. The opposite is true here when you talk about George Floyd. Obviously, times a thousand from your case, the, the overwhelming current, uh, and every one of them knows this. Of course, they're they're well way too aware of what's going on in the news. They all know about the story. They all know that number one, everyone's going to think they're terrible if they let this guy off, Chauvin. Number two, if they let him off, their entire city will be uh, flat. There will be no buildings left in it. And none of their property will have any value. And <laughs> it is a catastrophe for the city they probably love. And I'm telling you, like, they're human beings. That's not supposed to enter their, their mind. But they have to be aware of this. And it is completely ridiculous that we sit here in a world where this is the assumed and correct uh, certainty. That if there is not a guilty verdict of the, uh, I think, honestly, of the most extreme, you know, the most extreme charge, uh, the highest punishment levels, uh, then you're going to have this type of of reaction, and most of the media will sit there and justify it. You know, I mean, it, we saw this clip. Did you see this clip? Uh, I don't think we have it here um, in front of us uh, to play, but it was a clip of uh, CNN, uh, who uh, had reporters on the scene get attacked, basically. And yeah. was this last last week, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah, right? yeah, it was. And mm-hmm. they 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 talked about it, and they said, "Well, look, I understand why they're angry." And, uh, you know, it's understandable that they'd be this angry. And we were getting pelted with, you know, water bottles and whatever else people could pick up. And it's understandable why they were angry. Like, what are you talking about? What, what, what kind of that's not justifiable because you're mm-hmm. because someone you may or may not know had a an interaction with police that may or may not. We don't even have the verdict yet be a crime, um, although it looked pretty bad to me. 
then it makes it's justified to throw things at reporters like what what world are we talking about here this is supposed to be a civilization uh, they, civiliz- they certainly don't say that about trump trump supporters when they just say bad things to them yeah when when, when trump supporters yeah. would be like you know they would be chanting fake media there would be like terrified reporters on the air being yeah. like these are death threats <laughs> these are death we, threats. our lives are in danger we are the free press why is he yeah. calling us the enemy of the people right. i mean these are words these these reporters are actually getting hit and the reporters getting hit were saying they understood it you know, I'm glad you said these are words because I uh, in hour three today, I'm going to go over words and the power of words and what we who are fighting this onslaught of insanity need to understand about words and the power of our own words. You know, there is a, a, a hearing going on in the Senate Uh, The Judiciary Committee is holding a hearing today on the supposed Jim Crow laws, the latest assault on the right to vote. And those who are are um, testifying, Raphael Warnock. So he's the new Georgia senator. Stacey Abrams, Mm. uh, Burgess Owens. Thank goodness he's one. uh, Sherilyn Eiffel from the NAACP. Uh, Carol Anderson for um, uh, she's a professor of uh, African-American studies and chair of African-American studies at Emory University, the secretary of state of New Hampshire, the uh, speaker of the Georgia House of Representatives. They're all going to testify today on Jim Crow laws. And let me tell you something. This is an absolute insult an insult to this is everything the ADL has ever said when anybody on the right brings up, hey, this is fascistic. These are the same kinds of seeds that started, you know, in Germany. They go crazy. That's an insult to the memory of all of those in Auschwitz and the other uh, death camps. Yeah, I actually think it's more of an insult. I think those people would say, hey, if you see the seeds, You might want to point them out so it doesn't happen again. I think ignoring things, or worse yet, ignoring them only on one side or the other. Not ignoring consistently, but ignoring on one side or the other. That's an insult. Now, where are the people who say, how dare you? How dare you say that? That Joe Biden or any of these things could be compared to Hitler. That's horrible. After they spent four years calling worse names than Hitler. Hitler was their starting point with Donald Trump. Where are they now on Jim Crow laws? Where are the people that actually lived through some Jim Crow laws? And not even Jim Crow laws. The remnants of Jim Crow laws. Where are the people that actually know what Jim Crow laws were? Is there any outrage? I'm going to give you the the evidence that every time somebody says, that's Jim Crow law, I want you just to repeat a few words. And, uh, and those words will have power. Nobody's going to hear them. Nobody's going to like them. But it's the words that need to be spoken Every time.
we need to start we need to stake out our you know we are so close to the cliff and so many people are going over it right now you have to refuse not to go over the cliff with the rest of humanity so you need to start staking out your position and when i say drive stakes into the ground and tie yourself to these positions to these stakes your everything is going to want to push you over the edge stake yourselves in a few truths and i'll talk to you about that coming up also uh, we have a, a really good uh, law review uh, coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to talk to somebody who knows about uh, murder in the second degree in Minneapolis. It's not the same as it is elsewhere. We're going to talk to him about the trial, what he saw, what we should be looking for, what the jury has to consider and uh, and prepare for whatever this jury is going to say. We'll do that in hour number two coming up in about 10 minutes. But first, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. I don't know about you, but I value my sanity, such as it is. Try to take care of my sanity when I can by trying to not put too much pressure uh, on my sanity so it breaks. And uh, I, uh, I might have something pretty close. If my wife or if I said to my wife, let's sell our house. Oh, I think it would break. I think it would break her sanity. I think it would push her over the edge. You need somebody in a real estate agent that you know can get the job done. Now, in Texas, you know, now houses, people are lining up for houses. They're paying way over price uh, for the houses because Californians are coming in going, really, it's that cheap? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, you need a great real estate agent who can help you all the way through on the buying and the selling. The people who get the job done and do it right the first time. Take the stress out of your life. Contact realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all, realestateagentsitrust.com. These people don't work uh, for real estate agents I trust. They generally work for themselves, but they have been vetted, and we have done a, a nationwide search for the best real estate agents that meet certain criteria. This is a free service to you just to get you started looking. If you're looking for one, You've got to at least interview the real estate agent we will put you in touch with at realestateagentsitrust.com. So this week, I'm expecting the uh, opposite kind of verdict uh, from the O.J. Simpson trial, but, but mainly done for the same reasons. It's emotion, and it's about a bigger point. It, it may not end up being about the facts. I hope that that is wrong. I hope we learned from the O.J. Simpson trial. Um, but I don't think we did. Do you, Stu? I mean, I now, terrible news for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> African-Americans. <laughs> is our country up on the roof? <laughs> um, <laughs> African-Americans are, um, are clearly now saying that O.J. Simpson was guilty. They knew at the time, but this was about a bigger thing. Yeah, so well, I mean, okay, all the polls so show that they they now believe he was guilty. I mean, we've seen comments from the actual jurors themselves who said it wasn't about yeah. his case. So that's a problem. If that's what's if that's what happens, you, there is no justice when you have that. Do you want to be in a court and you're not really even? what it's about you're just a pawn 
and you're like, wait, but I didn't do it. I mean, I know everybody's mad at the police or I know everybody, but but wait, wait, wait. Can we just look at my case? Because my case is different. Do you want to be that person in that Hitchcockian sort of world where nobody's listening to you? No, you don't want to be that person at all. I mean, look, I don't want to make it sound like I think Derek Chauvin did a great job here. No, neither do I. It was at the very I think least. We were to be all terrible. sickened by it. Yeah, terrible yeah. police work at the very least. And and it seems like most of the experts, even from the police department itself, is saying that he didn't do the right thing. Uh, you know, it, it's really just a question of how Minnesota law works at this point, which can get complicated. Mm. Um, but of course, that's the way it's supposed to work. I mean, you're supposed to be able to look at these things. Um, the The question I think here is like, you know, the fundamental part of the our legal system is to treat everyone as an individual and each case as an individual case. Yeah. And more and more, Justice these things is blind. Yeah, they become shows. They become you know mm-hmm. ways to signal your virtue, ways to protect your city from catching on fire. These are this is not how you know legal decisions are supposed uh, to to go through the system. And here we are. I mean, this is it's ridiculous to think that these jurors are thinking of anything other uh, than what the consequences are of what they say, because they know they're huge. And not just for the the family, or for the police, uh, or the city, but their family, yeah. their children, you know, their job. Uh, man, I uh, we should pray for these jurors that somehow or another they are protected and they can feel that. It's the Glenn Beck program.